He's the one who pushed back oceans to let the dry ground appear, planting firm foundations for the earth. Who then is allowed to ascend the mountain of Yahweh? And who has the privilege of entering into God's holy place? Those who are clean, whose works and ways are pure, whose hearts are true and sealed by the truth, those who never deceive, whose words are sure, they will receive Yahweh's blessing and righteousness. They will stand before God, for they seek the pleasure of God's face. So wake up. So wake up. So wake up. You living gateways. Lift up you heads, you doorways of eternity. Welcome the King of glory, for he's about to come through you. Say, through me. The King of, think about it, the King of glory is coming through you, through your worship, through your praise, through your declaration. The King of glory is coming through you. You ask, who is this King of glory? Yahweh, armed and ready for battle. Yahweh invincible in every way. Doors. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. The King of Glory is ready to come in. You ask, who is this King of Glory? He is Yahweh, armed and ready for battle. The mighty one, the invincible commander of heaven's host. He is the King of Glory. So, Father, right now, tonight, at Open Heavens in Beaumont, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you've been with us the last few sessions. But, God, we want more. We want more. King of glory, come. 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 Oh, come on, I need some folks to help me tonight. Listen, we're going to pull for more. We're going to pull for more. So if you want to join me up here, come on, join me. You don't have to stay where you're at. Come on. Say, tonight is my night. Come on, say, tonight is my night. Now lift your hands and just begin to surrender right now. Just begin to surrender your hearts, surrender your minds. Come on, God wants to take you to the next level, but he can't if you're playing mind games, so surrender your mind. Come on, surrender your mindsets. Oh, King of glory. King of glory. King of glory. King of glory. King of glory, King of glory.
one wave coming and we're like, thank you so much, Jesus. Thank you so much. And he's like, but wait, here's another one. <laughs> he's like, but wait. Oh, there's another one. Oh, we receive it, but wait. There's another one. But wait. There's another one. Wait, wait, wait. 
Give him praise. Come on. You got any more in you? Give him praise. 
You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Come on, let's sing it out. You're worthy. Come on, if he deserves the glory, will you give him the glory? Come on, will you give him the glory? Come on, will you give him the glory? Come on. Joy 
sing my joy over you, my peace over you, my love over you. I sing my joy over you, peace over you, my love over you. just needs to lift your hands right now and just begin to receive his joy and his peace and his love. He sings that over you right now. Confusion has to go in the presence of the king. Peace over you. Joy over you. body, I want you to run up here real fast. 
want to heal you. I want to touch you. Healing glory flows. Healing glory flows and flows over you. Come on, lift your hands if you're up here. Receive his healing. My healing glory flows. Healing glory flows. It flows over you. Healing glory flows. Healing glory flows. It flows over you. Come on, just receive.
come at you. And I want you to know that God created you for such a time as this. And that though you're just a young adult, young, young man, you hear from the Lord. So don't ever, don't ever reject, well, I, that may not be the Lord. And go to your mom and be like, Mom, I think I heard from the Lord. Let me, let me, let me share this with you. forms you and as you stay under the covering of your mother God's going to form you into a, a mighty man of God so don't run away from 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 God don't run away from the even the house of God stay connected to the glory stay connected to the wind the power of God don't settle for dead church don't do it you're a firebrand I've created you just the way that you are to be who you are to flow in my glory and to flow in my power so worship work my power work my glory Father I thank you for my friends
I just really feel like there's just a, a realm of glory that God is releasing right now. So if you want to just raise your hands right now. There's a, the heavens are open right now. The heavens are open right now. The heavens are open. Come on, the heavens are open. Come on, just yield and respond. The heavens are open. Whatever you need, just ask. Whatever you need, just ask. There's a wave coming. Get ready. There's a wave coming. Get ready.
Father, I thank you right now that every financial need in this room is not just met, but is met with financial glory. That's met with overflow. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Here I come, here I go. Oh, the heavens are open. Heavens are open. Here I stay here for just a moment. I want you to grab your checkbook or your debit card. If you're having financial problems right now, if there's a financial need in your life, you're about to see a financial miracle take place in your life. I'm speaking forth the field of glory that God's fixing to meet their budget, fixing to meet their need, fixing to build that glory, fix that glory into existence in Jesus' name. I-35, you got to bow your knee to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We speak glory, 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 glory. We speak it forth in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everything that apostle needs to facilitate revival and awakening and reformation. We speak it into existence in Jesus' name. Right now. Right now. Now lift your wallets, whatever you got. Lift them up to Jesus right now. Lift them up. The heavens are open. The heavens are open. Here I come. I'm giving you what you need. Yay. The heavens are open. The heavens are open. Here I come. Father, I thank you right now for money miracles to take place right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. You say we have not because we ask not. So, Father, we ask tonight for miracles and finances right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak forth breakthrough right now in finances. All across this room, those that are watching, we speak breakthrough. We speak abundance. We speak increase. We speak increase in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for it. Come on, just thank him for it right there. Thank him for it right there. Thank him for it. It's already done. Your house is paid for. Your car's paid off. Your credit cards are paid off. You got to see it done. You got to see it done. You got to see that, that, that uh, student tuition is paid off. Come on. God can do it in a split second. Wipe it out. Come on. You got to receive it. You got to believe it. Get rid of your disbelief. Get rid of unbelief. Get rid of unbelief. You got to believe it. The heavens are open. Ask. And you're going to see a miracle take place. Mm, the heavens are open. Here. Here I come. 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 Here I come.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to um, move into, let me just, let me preface by saying this. Open heaven is not about money. It's about God stepping out of heaven and, 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 and moving suddenly on your behalf. Suddenly. And when you live under a sustained open heaven, you, begin, you see things take place. I know in my life, personally, when I begin to, 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 to uh, walk in an open heaven mindset, I begin to see God do things instantly. There's some things that I'm waiting on still, but there's been other things I can look back in the few in my past and say, yep, check that off, check that off, check that off, check that off, because God's that good. Hello, God's that good. Because, of his, because he loves you so much, he wants to give you not just what you need, but more than you need. Close your mind. So we're going to have an opportunity to give tonight. This will be go to our conference expenses, um, which are it's in about $10,000 uh, to host a meeting like this. Sometimes more, depending on things. So I want you to, to ask the Lord what he, what he would have you sow tonight. After Apostle closed prophetically and apostolically tonight we're going to take up an offering for him and I want you to sow into his ministry God's going to drop a number in your spirit and you've got to sow it don't be stingy listen to me stingy never receives blessing hear me this is not about money this thing we make no money off this conference this is about the kingdom of God and we're trying to break uh, oppression off your finances, off your life. We should not, as believers, be concerned about lack. And the way we get out of lack is that we sow. We sow. We sow when we don't have it, and we sow when we have it. If I don't got nothing, I'm going to find me something, and I'm going to stick it in a bucket. Time. I still with my talent. I still with my treasure. So, Todd, I'm going to push on you tonight. I'm going to press on you to sow something. Find something. Find something to sow. Not because we need it. Because the heavens are open right now. And when the heavens open, you see. You sow. So ask Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, ask him, what would you have me give tonight? What would you have me sow? We're sowing into revival. We're sowing into open heavens. Open, open heavens over your business over your ministry, over your family, over your church, Holy Spirit. And when he drops that number, you yield and respond. You respond. I've got my number. Get your number. Come on, ask him. Ask him. Father, what would you have me do tonight? What would you have me do tonight? Thank you, Father. If you need an offering envelope, you can raise your hand. I've got people that will uh, service you with offering envelopes. If you guys would move quickly, the text to give number will be on the screen. See, the Spirit doesn't leave when we begin asking for money. It gets stronger. It gets stronger. Your give, text 833-734-0763 on the screen there. God bless you. Come on. Those hands over here, guys. 
so much. We're going to give you a few minutes. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. going to sing this song and you're going to become you're going to come and give you ready if you're ready to give you can move now heavens are open heavens are open come on you can come come on just respond to the holy ghost in the heavens are time so far this evening? Hasn't it been sweet? You know, there's a time just to be sweet and listen to a still, small voice, and I feel like that's what we experienced here this evening. You got to know him when he's quiet. You got to know him when he's loud. You got to know him. And when you live in the worship that we talked about, um, everything else is secondary. When that's what your life is centered around, everything else is secondary. So we're glad that you're here. I told you this morning we're right in the thick of it. But this was it this morning we sang, let it rain. I don't do this, oh, I saw this thing very often, but these clouds were so heavy, right? They were saggy. You you feel me? And I just was like, Lord, and then when Pastor Kim talked about rain, that's exactly what I was feeling and thinking. We know all about Southeast Texas rain child, and it's a mess. It can rain for five minutes and your whole street will be flooded. And I just said, Lord, that's the kind of rain like the torrential bust that cloud wide open, Jesus. It's saggy and it's heavy and it's time. And he said, well, do you want it? Come and get it. So I just am so glad to be experiencing this with you all this weekend. This is my first Open Heavens Conference and it's been a really good time. And our expectations are high and the reward, not the material reward, although it can be if that's what you need from him, but the fulfillment is even more so. The expectation is high. The purpose is high. Amen? So um, if you've gotten one of these handy-dandy programs, everybody say handy-dandy programs. Um, this helped a lot um, with the conference. Uh, there's sections in here for notes from your speakers. It's kind of hard to turn this thing and hold the microphone at the same time. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. And there's all sorts of good through our church doors or this hotel or anything else. They sowed a seed into this purpose, into your life, into your purpose. And I bless this book in the name of Jesus. Make sure you check it out. Get one from the registration table if you haven't already done so. 
please don't forget to be here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Sister Tana's got books coming out of her ears, girl, so stop by and get one. Please, anybody need a book? It'll be good for tonight, too. And then tomorrow, we're back here in the main room at 10 o'clock in the morning. Prayer's at 945. Did I say that right? Okay, good. And then Sunday morning, we're wrapping up in Port Natchez at our church, the gathering place. You're all invited to come. If you can be there, we'd love to have you. We're putting our stamp on this thing, and we're setting a mile marker, and we're saying, okay, God, now next time, build upon. Build upon. Everybody say, build upon. Amen. Have a good time tonight. Make it count. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Before Apostle Fowler comes, I want to thank everyone who has contributed so financially and all of the great, wonderful TGP volunteers. Can we thank them tonight? Thank you guys so much for everything that you guys have done. And Jonathan, Apostle Fowler on the drums. Amen. Thank you guys so much. And uh, I think I covered all my thank yous. And um, Apostle Fowler is a is an apostolic prophetic voice uh, for this generation, for this season, for this era that we're living in. He comes with a, a word of, of clarity and uh, operates in bold, prophetic, apostolic vision. And so tonight he comes uh, with an assignment, with no doubt. He's been in 20-something nights of revival, and I know he's going to leave a, a thick deposit of glory in our region and in your life. I want you to stand on your feet and welcome with me Apostle Joshua Fowler as he comes. Oh, come on, give Jesus a big hand. I dare you to shout like you love him. Come on, shout like you love him tonight. Come on, if you were in a ball game, would you shout more than that? Come on, apostles have to rearrange things. All right, lift those hands up towards heaven. Thank you, Lord. I think I've knocked over the oil and the water. We got fire next, all right? What other element can we have? Father, we just thank you these next few minutes as we gather. <laughs> oh, from faith to faith, from strength to strength, we thank you that tonight there is a shifting, there is a lifting, there is a moving, there is a shaping in this atmosphere. Thank you for reformation. Thank you for revival. Thank you, Lord, for raising up this this awesome company of people, Lord, this tribe of people as revivalists, as awakeners in the earth. Father, we receive the sound of your voice. We're going to march to the cadence of your drum, and we're going to see kingdom advancement tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, put your hands together one more time and lift up a shout. Oh, come on, shout like you're happy about it. Yeah. Amen. I like it. You, you almost sound like you believe it. You ever been to, anybody ever been to a Mary Kay party or Tupperware party? Come on, man. You had to stay in there. You didn't know why you ended up in there. Over in the next living room, whatever. And they go, yay, lipstick. Or whatever. Or But see, people clap more for lipstick and Tupperware than they do the king. A king's in the Lord of Lords. Lords, come on. Yeah. Hallelujah. Turned about two or three people say, it's on tonight. It's on tonight. It's on tonight. It's on tonight. Come on. Amen. Tell somebody, it's on tonight. 
The devil should have never let you get here tonight. This is the one service that he should have let you miss. But you made it. Come on, how many glad that hell lost and heaven won and you're in the house? How many love just, just love Pastor John and Jeff and this whole team? Come on, can we thank God for them? Come on, put those hands together. If you're thankful for a ministry like the gathering place that would host this, this is, this is amazing when you really think about it. Uh, there's a lot of people that are shrinking back and that are afraid and they're scared in this season. But aren't you glad for leadership that's not afraid, that wants to have a move of God? Come on, somebody. There's churches in my city, mega churches, preachers, if I were to mention their names right now, they have, they're still not in church. Hello. Spirit-filled, supposed to be Pentecostal churches in Dallas. Come on, how many are ready for favor to arise and his glory to arise upon us? Amen. So just in case we're all falling and can't get up and I can't remember to do any of this at the end, I've got a table full of t-shirts. I've got two of seven books that I've written over there on the table. We've sold out. We've been in the tent meeting and uh, we've, we've got some on back order right now. Uh, but Zoe and I wrote the most recent book together and I'm so proud of her. She did such an amazing job uh, helping me write this book and I want to bless somebody with it tonight. Is anybody... Anybody hungry for, yeah, okay, the lady right there and the peach shirt, is, I think it's peach, did I get the color right? Yeah. yeah. Come on, she got excited. Now, if all of you will be that excited and run there afterwards, I'll be blessed, amen. And then I have another book, uh, that book is, uh, is a book that will really wreck you. Don't read it if you want to be religious. There should be a warning label on the outside. It will wreck your life. It will make you not want to go back to normal, boring church ever again. So go ahead. You can tell your pastors to call me. It's all right. If, you, if you're part of a dead church, you're going to uh, perform the funeral and leave. Yeah, because you cannot stay in a dead church if you read that book. If you do, then you're just backslid. You need to be saved. Amen. I, she went. Here you go, all the way from the back row. Come on, give it up. And we got a bunch of shirts over there. We got you know, military shirts. We got SELA shirts. Uh, the SELA shirt has paws in my presence on the back. It's it, Once you read the book, you're going to wish that you had the shirt. So go over there and get the shirt because it really prophesies. When you talk about SELA, I named my daughter uh, SELA. She's nine months old now, my youngest daughter. And uh, Selah means this. It means pause in my presence and exalt my word, lift up my word. So we teach you how to Selah. Every suddenly is preceded by a Selah. So if you don't learn to pause, if you don't learn to Selah, you'll never move into a suddenly season. How many want to move fast forward? How many been hearing about acceleration? How many want acceleration? You can't get there if you don't learn to pause. If you look at your phone and you've got a uh, iPod player on your phone or some type of device, in the middle of fast forward and rewind is pause. Most people never learn to pause. That's why they don't move forward. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need to move forward. If you're going to move forward, you got to pause. 
So I got another shirt back there, and I'm going to preach on this tonight. I'm wearing it more. Anybody want more? So I'm going to bless the pastor with the more shirt. I'm going to drop it off. Any, any bucking Pentecostals in the house? I've shouted down a number of sets of drums. Yeah. Y'all are looking at me funny. You know, when I was growing up, I grew up Pentecostal, so Pentecostal, but if you dance with your eyes open, you weren't in the spurt. Not spirit, spurt. That ain't spurt. That person danced with their eyes open. That's charismatic. Hello. I was raised like that. I was raised so Pentecostal that if you put the words on the wall, you are an off-the-wall church. That's what they would tell you. Had to be, if it ain't in the songbook, then it ain't God. Sing page 92, just a little talk with Jesus. Sing page 10, there is going to be a meeting in the air. Come on, how many raised like that? No? That's all right. I was raised that kind of Pentecostal. I was raised so Pentecostal that that if if uh, we went to the movies, if I went to see Bambi, I was going to hell. <laughs> if I was caught in the movie theater, bless God. So, you know, that's why that church was pretty much emptied out. Because all we did is preach no instead of go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Oh, raise your hands. <laughs> I'm going to make some people upset tonight. It's all right. It's all right. I'm still Pentecostal. I've just got a go in me now and no longer just a no. <laughs> I don't just say no to everything. I say go. Come on, lift those hands up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Tonight, these next few minutes, rock, wreck, ruin us by your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're, you're in for it. You're in for it. Now, I've been in 20, 25 nights, 25 nights of revival. Tonight is night 25. So, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what to do with myself. I really don't. I mean, I, I, I leaned over to them today. I said, I'm, I'm just like in revival. I don't even, how did I even sit here? Jesus. Air condition? I don't even know what it is. You guys are freezing me out in this place. I've been sweating in a tent. My, I've been sweating so much, my sweat has sweat. You understand what I'm talking about? I, <laughs> people said, you're having a tent meeting in June and July? And I said, yes. We're praying for air condition for, for uh, July coming up that it's going to be pumped in. But I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of revival. So tonight, if I act a little crazy, I'm not going to apologize about it. I'm unapologetically Pentecostal. But now I'm Pentecostal like with extra jet fuel on me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I've come to spray some jet fuel on your fire. Come on, how many want some Holy Ghost fire? I've come to <laughs> like a flamethrower tonight. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just take a few minutes and unpack something Holy Spirit put in my heart. And, um, and I believe that you're going you're gonna to get more tonight. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. Yeah, remember when you was a kid, you'd tell your, you'd tell your brother or sister, you're going to get it when mama gets home, when daddy goes home, mm, you're going to get it. Well, tonight you're going to get it because daddy's home. The father's in the house. Holy Spirit is in the house. 
Come on, Jesus is in the house. You're going to get it tonight. Mm-hmm. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. This is my favorite passage in the Bible. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Not long ago, the Holy Spirit came to me, and he said to me, he was moving me from Delay Drive to Ephesians 3.20 Park. Moving, he said, E320. It's like I-320. He said, I'm going to move you to E320, Ephesians 3.20. He said, he said you're going to begin to experience Ephesians 3.20 living. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's more. Now, how many have ever watched late night TV, can't sleep, two in the morning, you're, you're sitting there looking at the TV, and then all of a sudden, an infomercial shows up right in the middle of what you're watching, and they say, but wait, there's more. If you'll call in now for 19.95, you can have two. Cost of shipping and handling is not included. You know what I'm talking about? That's what heaven's saying. Heaven's looking over right now, the portals of glory at the church, and they're saying, but wait, there's more. Oh, lift your hands. How many want more? But wait, there's more. See, there's a lot of us that are just, we've, we're uh, all right. We're satisfied with what we got. We, we've dumbed it down. We've, we've decided that we're going to be so organized that we're homogenized, and we've got everything particular the way we want it and we wonder why we don't have signs wonders miracles healings breakthroughs come on that that kind of kingdom stuff and then we excuse it away but how many are ready to see the more of the lord shout at me not pentecostal can i help you be spirit filled okay a baptist does this this is a baptist nod everybody do this anybody got a holy ghost shake Baptist nod. So this this is still yes in America, right? It's yes all over the world. We'll at least do that. But if you want to be saved, you know, instead of just from your head up, if you want to be saved with your whole body, you might just want to jump up every once in a while and just say, I got my word. Can we just practice that on the count of three? Just jump up and say, I got my word. One, two, three. Now praise the Lord like you already got it. Come on, praise the Lord like you already got it. Like you already got what you came here for. I don't think you get it. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Your response determines your results. Here you go, my friend. You asked for it. You got it, Toyota. I'm giving this for free. He asked me a question today to the side, and I'll give it to you. Your response determines your results. Say, my response determines my results. So tonight, I want to just deposit this before I go into the more of the Lord, because you can't get more if you don't know how to respond to the word of the Lord. Say, my response determines my results. So you respond with your, yeah, hallelujah, oh, glory. Come on, you got to say, yes, Lord. Somebody got to get up and shout every once in a while. Come on, anybody got to shout? Everyone. Now, I know some of you might be too vanilla for that, so you can at least just jump up and say, yes! Hallelujah! Then somebody said, well, that's just Pentecostal. No, that's Bible. Read your Bible, it will bless you. Just take it out every once in a while. <laughs> Blow the dust off of it and read the pages, and you'll find that there were people that actually responded to the Word of God with gladness. 
They shouted unto God with a voice of triumph. So you say, yes, Lord. You say, amen. You respond. Your response also happens through your praise, through your worship. So tonight, some of you sat like it was a concert. Last night, some of you sat like it was a concert. Some of you broke through beyond the concert, watching, looking, listening. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I don't like that. I don't care for that. That's not my style. Some of you went beyond your ears and got into your spirit, and you began to respond. And because you responded in worship, your spirit man is open for the word of God to begin to germinate and grow in your life. Your response is also through your giving. Say, my giving. My seed when I, when I sow a seed, I'm responding to the word of God. Say, my seed determines my harvest. Well, that's word now. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. A praise through our worship, through our prophecy. You know you can prophesy your way into a miracle. The power of death and life are in your tongue. You decree a thing, it will be established, and the light of his favor will shine upon your path. How many want to decree a thing? Sometimes you're not seeing what you want to see because you've been decreeing the wrong thing. Change what you decree, and tomorrow you'll begin to see what you decree today. So you decree it. So every once in a while, I just got to get up and just yell it. Come on. Anybody like that? I just roll my window down and say, here, devil, have some. Anybody like that? I'll just roll it down. Ah! Just release it out. Stick that geranium in your hat. How many are like that? I just I want to release the word of the Lord. So you do that. But then your seed, your seed, when you sow a seed, it releases a response. Now, you, I'll show you this in Scripture. You take Saul. He, was, he had lost his ass. Have you ever felt like that? Oh, he said ass in church. It's in the King James Bible for all of you King Jimmy only fans. You told me to preach out of it. That was the only word of God, so I'm preaching. He lost his ass. A lot of people in the church have lost theirs. He's sitting there cringing now. <laughs> oh, Lord, I brought this apostle up in here. <laughs> so he went looking for his d d donkey, for those of you that are really upset with me. Now you, it's, it's more kosher. It's happy. It's he went looking for his donkey, and he ended up finding his destiny. How many want to find your destiny? So the enemy wants to, wants to make you chase your ass and keep you from your destiny. Hello, I'm just going to preach it because, see, religious devils hate this kind of preaching. They hate it. I clear out religious churches. But he went looking for his donkey. And when he found, instead of finding his donkey, he found his destiny. And the prophet said to him, oh, you, you, you go up there and meet me for, for uh, lunch tomorrow. And when you meet me, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you all that's in your heart. Now, do you want to be around a prophet like that? Most people just want Jaguars and Cadillacs. When a prophet tells you all that's in your heart, that's kind of scary, isn't it? Some people don't want me to give them a word. got really quiet <laughs> and so here's what happened he, he says his, his servant says we can't go before the prophet without having something to give 
So they prophesied to him. He said, you're going to leave here. You're going to be turned into another man. You're going to go down this way. You're going to pass this tree. You're going to come upon these three people. They're going to be playing instruments. And when you get there, you're going to be changed into another man. You're going to begin to prophesy. How many are ready to move into that level in your life? Moving from needing a word to giving a word. Come on, how many are ready for that shift in the body? To move from needing a word to giving a word. Okay, let me take you a little bit higher. How about moving from needing a word to giving a word to becoming the word? So he goes, he walks, and then just, just sure enough, everybody say sure enough. Yeah, sure enough, just as the prophet prophesied, it happened. He came down, and there they were playing instruments, and they were prophesying, and he was turned into another man. Get up on your feet. Turn around real quick. Come on. God's turning you. He's shifting you. He's changing you into another man. He's turning you. He, come on, do it again. I dare you to turn around. He's turning you. He's shifting you. He's changing you into another woman, into another man. Come on, if you believe it, put your hands together and shout about it just a minute. He's turning it around. Oh, see, known among the people. Is Saul now among the prophets? Is Saul now among the prophets? They begin to look and say, how is this? Well, it happened because of a seed. It started with a seed. He responded to the man of God with a seed, and it released a divine exchange for him to move from looking for a donkey into finding his destiny. He was promoted to kingship just like that because of a seed. So tonight, as you respond to the word of God, as I preach, Holy Spirit might have you jump up and say amen. Another minute, he might have you run up here and throw money or throw a check. Or he might have you take out your phone and sow to the ministry. There, all the information's right there. We just do it that way. Is that all right? Instead of having uh, to do whatever else, let's just do it apostolically. The Bible says they brought their offerings and laid it at the apostles' feet. Are you ready for it? Come on, shout more. Come on, shout more. So Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says in the Message Bible, God can do anything, you know. Far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Anybody got wild dreams? He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. The Amplified says it like this. Let's, let's pump up the volume a little bit. You ready? Now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do Hey. God wants to do super abundantly, watch this, far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Anybody got a dream? Come on, what's your dream? You know what God says? I see your dream and I'll raise your dream. I want to give you more than what you've ever believed for. Come on, shout more. Come on, I dare you to shout it from the top of, of the rooftop right now. Come on, shout there's more. Come on, shout it with it with every fiber of your being. Come on, there's more. There's more. The Passion Translation reads it like this. Never doubt God's mighty power. Look at your neighbor. Say, never doubt it. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more. Come on, say Infinitely more. Infinitely more. Come on, shout. Infinitely more. 
I dare you just to jump up on your feet if you believe he can do infinitely more. Praise him for it. Just about 30 seconds. Come on, that ain't, that ain't praise. Come on, praise him if you really want it. Infinitely more. Infinitely more. All right, you can be seated. Before we're through with highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Now, the Passion Translation says that he wants to do this infinitely more. Oh, lift your hands. More. More. I went to Brownsville Revival, and you know what they prayed for? More. There were two words I heard when I was prayed for in Brownsville, and I went several times. Steve Hill was a friend. Steve and Jerry Hill. Yes, Jerry Hill's a friend to this day. And, and they, you know what they would pray? More fire. More fire. How many want more and fire? How many want more fire? <laughs> know it already. They've, they've been there. They've bought the T-shirt. Most of the church is totally convinced they have it all. They have the corner on the market. This church is across from this church, and they have it all, and they have it all, and they have it all. But most of them, they're, they're an inch deep and a mile wide. There's nothing to the depth of who they are. Because it's all in rudiments and rituals, and it's not in relationship. It's not in more. Everyone say there's more. Humility says there's more. Humility cries there must be more. The more you get, the more you need. The more you receive, the more you have to lean in and get more. More. Say there's more. Now, the, the, when you say the word more, that lets you know that there's something beyond this realm that we've not tasted, we've not experienced, we've not known, and it causes us to have to lean in for more. Say more. more. Mm. Infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. You ready for this? He will outdo. But wait, there's more. Can you hear heaven? But wait, there's more. All the angels in heaven in a crescendo. They're leaning over, and they're saying, there's more. Can you see Jesus beside the Father? He's looking. I wonder if they'll ever get it. I wonder when my church will wake up and decide that there must be more. Holy Spirit's waiting for the church. The angels are bored. <laughs> Most of our angels are bored. Because they've been sent as ministers of flames of fire to assist us to release this revival, to release healings, to act upon the word that we preach and prophesy and we release. But we don't release it because we're convinced that this is all there is. In fact, most of us spend our lives, yes, in spirit-filled churches thinking that we're going to just get our cabin in glory by and by. I'll fly away, oh glory. Oh, it's getting worse and it's getting dark. You know the Antichrist is going to take over and there's a one world government. You got to be careful. Do, 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 do. We get all scared and all we want to do is just uh, abdicate our role 
and get up and get out of here. But there is an army that is arising. There is a remnant that says, there must be more here for me and for future generations. I don't know about you, but I am done with church. I am done with church as usual. I'm done with 13 minutes of worship. I am done with going to church knowing what's going to happen before I get there. I am done with boring, mundane, nothing happening, no miracles, no signs, no wonders, no devils being cast out. When was the last time a devil was scared in your church? When was the last time you saw a devil so scared he had to get up and get out of somebody? Most churches make him welcome. Oh, come right here. Come right here. We just make you feel love. You just feel love. Uh, we're family that loves, 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 loves one another. We got bar big hug and me to you. Won't you say you love me too? Barney Fellowship. Everybody feels loved. Even your devils feel loved. You can bring your devils up in church. They don't feel convicted. They can sit right through that re Reader's Digest message. They can sit right through your pablum, through your self-centered worship experience that's all about your needs and your wants and your desires and never about exalting the name of Jesus or the blood of Jesus. You would never say the blood because the blood would offend somebody. You know what? I want to offend the hell right out of the church. I want to offend the devil right up out of the church. I I am so tired and done with church as usual. You need, to, you need to do what the Bible says. Let the dead bury the dead. Stop propping up that dead church with your tithing offerings. Somebody say, well, that church is going to close. Let it close. If it's of God, it'll stay open. But if it's not of God, let it close. I bought the pew back in 1955. I'm going to stay right here in this dead church. My name. You see my name? That was my grandma, my people. He bought this pew. My God in heaven, your whole city's going to hell, and you're fighting over color of carpet, and you're... you're you're, you're, you're not moving in the gifts, not moving in signs and wonders. When's the last time your pastor gave a word of knowledge, a, a word of wisdom? When's the last time that they cast out a devil? When's the last time you saw somebody sick healed in your church? I tell you what you need to do. You need to, you need to just go to your church and just per perform a funeral service. Your dead church. The Bible says, let the dead bury the dead. That's what Jesus would do. He said, the man that wanders out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. You can stay in a dead church, and you can say, I'm going to pray this dead church alive, but it's not going to come alive. If you it's called Jezebel. It's called Ahab. Hello. It I told you I've got jet fuel. Please. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. This is the way I'm preaching. He sent me like John the Baptist right out in the middle of a field. And he said, prepare the way for my coming. 
And so here I am right here in the middle of this Open Heavens Conference, and I'm going to preach just like I'm in the field. Prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. Prepare the way. God says he's done with your dead churches. He's done with your dried up religion. He's done. You're filled with dead men's bones. You're washing the outside of the sepulcher. Come on. He wants you to leave those places. There's a mass exodus coming. There is a Davidic company arising. There is a people that are done with the religious Saul regimes that are controlling churches. Pharaohs behind pulpits controlling people. Nation camps that have been, they've been masquerading as churches. I prophesy to America that the consecration camps, those camps that have been holding people, those concentration camps that have been holding people in have got to let God's people go. User-friendly, seeker-sensitive, golden calf societies, all about men, all about programs, and not about the presence. They've got to let it go. Lift your hands. You can't keep going there. Well, they've got a good worship service. I just feel warm and fuzzy when I go to their worship service. You don't understand. You don't even understand what you're feeling. Come on, if there's no devils fleeing in that worship, it is not Davidic worship. Davidic worship caused Saul to calm down and devils to flee. You want more? You got to give him more. Come on, you got to come up out from among them and be you a separate people. Come on, anybody believe in holiness anymore? I know it's not popular, but does anybody. Na, 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 hey, 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 goodbye. Na, 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 Just dance your way out and find a church like this man of God right here. If you live in this region, come on, get up in that house and start praising God and be a part of revival. I need a word. I need a word. I need a confirmation. Just read your Bible. Rain on the coat. Rain everywhere but on the coat. I need 50 more words to decide what I'm called to do. Come on. My God in heaven, does the Holy Spirit reside on the inside of you? If he resides on the inside of you and you can just read your Bible, you can know that God never called you to hang out in funeral homes. Unless you're going to... Raise the dead. And when Jesus went to funeral homes, he cast all the people out that were religious. He didn't stay there with them. Here is the first church of the Frigidaire. The frozen chosen. And I am going to be a part. And there's going to be a move of God. Yes, there is. No, 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 no. Listen to me. I'll come back and see you 10 years from now. And you know what? Their death is going to be on you. Their coldness is going to be on you. When you want fire, you got to get where other flamethrowers are at. If you want fire, you got to get where other fire starters are at. Don't hang out with wet blankets if you want fire. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. This is why the scripture says things never discovered or heard of before. Things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. Are there any God lovers? So you know what Jesus said? He said, leave your mama. 
leave your daddy. Oh, we, don't, we don't preach that gospel no more, do we? No, no, we, we, no, no. I, yeah, I'm, I've come to divide mama from, from daughter, dad from son. Why? Because there's a great division going on for a great multiplication that's to come. I'm dividing you from that that is keeping you from the memory for three years and four days. My Pentecostal family thought I lost my mind when I pursued more. You charismatic. They didn't even know what to call me. No, I just want more. Come on. You know what I am? I am more. <laughs> That's what I'm about. I'm about more. Anybody want more? If it's in the Bible, I want more. But my dad and my mom, my grandma looked at me and said, you're a jackass. She did. She got mad at me. She said, if you were my son, I would disown you. That's what I went through when I stepped out to go for more. But can I tell you, when my grandmother needed somebody to pray for her, uh, yeah, who did she call? The guy that was looking for more. When my dad exhausted everything he could do and all of his might and power, who did he come and work for and get ordained under and be on staff in my church? My dad and my mom. My sister works on staff for me right now. The very people that rejected me, they now follow me because I left the shore and I went for more. How many are ready to leave the shore and go for more? So it's not going to be possible. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I love you anyway. You can be wrong right where you're at. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. But God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. Holy Spirit's constantly looking for more, more, more. If you have Holy Spirit moving on the inside of you, Come on, there's always a yearning, there's always a, a churning, there's always a desire, a burning in your spirit. There must be more, there must be more. You're thankful for what you have, but you say, God, I got to have more. Come on, who's thankful for what you have, but you got to have more? Come on, now that's how miracles happen. That's how healings happen, because you leave the shore and you go for more. Reminds me of the Bible when I look at that passage, go with me right now over to Shupaha, 2 Kings chapter 13. Today, Zoe entered into my message without knowing. When we got here this morning, she started striking the ground. It's all right. Lift your hands and just praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We command it right now to loose you and let you go. This very hour. Thank you, Lord, right now. In 2 Kings chapter 13 and verse 18, if you're with me, say amen. amen. We got this. Holy Spirit's got that. You stay with me. 2 Kings chapter 13, he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So when we, draw, when we lift him up right now in this atmosphere, people are lifted up towards God. Lift your hands and come on, begin to exalt the Lord. Oh, come on, stand up on your feet, begin to exalt the Lord. Let's exalt the Lord together. Thank you, Jesus. We have not been given a spirit of fear, but that of power and love and a sound mind. We take charge over this atmosphere in the name of Jesus, and we declare and decree the more of the Lord is released here right now in Jesus' name. Then he said, take the arrows. 
So he took them and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. I dare somebody right now just to strike the ground. Come on. Come on. The enemy's main plan and desire is to get you from receiving more right now. So if you'll recognize what he's doing, then you won't go off over here and be distracted. You'll keep your eyes on what God wants to do right now. There must be more. There must be more. Strike the ground for it. Come on. Strike the ground for it. There must be more. So he said, he said, take the arrows. So he took them and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he struck three times. He struck it three times. And this is exactly what most church services are like. Most church services, most conferences, come on, y'all. It don't take 20 people to do this. Let the three people do it and the rest of you praise God. Come on. Let the, let the three people that can do it do it and get your eyes on Jesus just a minute. Get your eyes off the waves. And Now, you have to understand this. This is the prophet of more. Elisha was the prophet of more. Can anybody agree with me on that? He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. That's what he said to Elijah. He said, uh, and he said, you've asked a hard thing, but if you see me when I'm taken away, you'll receive the more. The enemy tried to keep him from getting more. Three times he was asked to stay, but he said, no, I'm going to keep going with you. I'm going to keep following you. Come on, how many want to go for more? He said, I'm going to go for more. I'm going to keep pursuing more. You know, God's got that right there, so go ahead and lift your hands up. God's got it, and God's got you, baby. And so he said, you shouldn't have just hit the ground three times, but if you would have struck it five or six times, come on, keep striking. I wonder if there's any people that can keep striking and keep striking and keep striking and keep striking. Come on, if you'll go for more, if you'll strike for more, God will release the more out. God is gone up with a shout. Lift up a shout if you believe he's doing it right now. Hey, I was in a meeting like this when a boy died with an asthma attack in a conference that I was in at a youth camp. He died. They took him and put him in a freezer to try to keep him alive. But the Holy Spirit came to me. And we prophesied to him, and the Lord raised that boy up. And when he came up, he had no more asthma in his body. I watched the Lord raise him up from death to life, and God heal him from asthma. Come on, don't tell me God can't do it. Lift your hands. Come on. Are you Pentecostal or are you not? Do you have power? Does that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwell in you and quicken your mortal body? Any men that got belts on in here? Don't hit somebody else, but take your belt off and hit the ground. Come on. Don't hit anybody in the face, but come on, hit the ground. Are there anybody that's going to strike for more? Come on, anybody desperate for more? Come on. Come up here, guys. Just come up here up front. We'll make sure you're away from people. Just strike this platform. Come on. Come on, just strike it right there. Come on. Come on, strike it. Come on, anybody going to strike for more? Come on, I dare you. Come on. 
Anybody else got a belt? Any women got a belt? Come on. Come strike it. Come on. Strike it. When the devil says stop, that's when we keep striking. Come on. When he says quit, we keep striking. Come on. Let that prophesy to you. Let it prophesy to you. The devil says three times. The devil says 50 minutes of church. Two opinions. When will you strike the ground for more? Lift your hands up. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Who wants more? Who wants more? This is what he said to me to tell you. I wrote it down. He said, if you want more, you got to sow more. If you want more, you've got to praise more. If you want more, you've got to pray more. If you want more, you've got to fast more. If you want more, you've got to intercede more. Come on, if you want more, you've got to go more. Oh, lift your hands up. Anybody want more? You want something for nothing. We want to come to church. Sing kumbaya, my Lord, kumbaya. We want to come to church. Boy, I'm going to preach whether you're going to say amen or not. Come on, your mind's out there at Wendy's or Denny's or on that lady back there, but my mind's on the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, is anybody's mind on the Holy Ghost? But I want more. Who wants more? Anybody hungry for more? This is what he said to me. He said, said tell them they need to strike the ground for more. Now, Zoe didn't know what I was going to preach. She didn't know this was in my notes. I told her I was going to preach for more. That's what I told the Holy Spirit. But I didn't tell her this passage. And I didn't use this passage in our tent the last 24 days. So by the Holy Spirit today, prophetically, she picked it up. And she began to strike the ground for more. Without knowing it was in my notes. Come on, lift your hands. Judah plows. Judah prepares the way. There's already been a sound going forth in this room today saying strike the ground for more. If you want more, you got to strike the ground for it. How do you strike the ground? Through your worship. How do you strike the ground? Through your generosity. How do you strike the ground? Through your praise, through your prayer, through your prophecy. Touch two or three people say strike the ground. Come on, tell them strike the ground. Praise for more. Prophesy for more. Decree for more. Go for more. Be like David. Say, I'm going to get more undignified than this. You ain't seen anything yet. You think I'm crazy. You think, you think I'm radical. You think I'm Pentecostal. You think that I'm fire-filled. Well, I'm just going to pour some more jet fuel on this fire. Fire! Come on, lift your hands up. How many want more? Hey, bro, boom, ba, ba, ta. I didn't come from a revival to come here and be cute with you tonight. I didn't come here tonight just to play patty cakes. No, I come here tonight to bring you into more of the Lord. I have been sent by the Lord to host you into the more of his presence. Will you come with me? Will you go with me? Who will go with me for more? There's an invitation of the Lord into the more. Like David, you have to praise and get more undignified than this. You might dance until you dance your way out of your clothes. You might bring me one of them paws in my presence books, please. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 8. I'll share something with you. This is, this is something Holy Spirit burned in my heart. And when we were writing this, I, I wept as I wrote this. And I pray that Holy Spirit takes this, this tonight and he stirs you up. I pray you catch this in your spirit. Do you, do you know that there's more than what you've ever dreamt of? It's hovering over you. Reach your hand out. This is how close it is. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Come on, grab it. You don't, you don't see it in the natural, but through this airwaves right now, there's Bluetooth. You don't see it in the natural right now, but there's Wi-Fi. There's XM, FM, AM, all types of frequencies going through the atmosphere right now. The only difference in you and one of these devices that can receive it is they have built-in receivers to receive it. Well, when you were born, you were built with a receiver to receive more. You were made for more. Come on, lift your hands up. You were made with an insatiable appetite that there must be more. You were made to, to just peacefully coexist with everything that's around you. There's a cry. There's a hunger. It might be covered over with the dearth of this world. It might be covered over with religion and tradition and all these other things. But I'm blowing right now on that dust that's been on your fire. You know what I'm talking about? Like one of those billows. I'm blowing uh, all of that ash off of the fire. There's more. Lift your hands and receive. The Lord's opening up and he's causing the embers to be seen for more. There's a hunger for more. There's a desperation for more. Yeah, and another miracle, and another healing, and another breakthrough. Did you hear that song tonight? Come on, in another level, and another dimension. Come on, how many are ready for more? I like this one better anyway. Got my favorite color on it. And so, in this, this passage, let me get there, let me read this. There's a company of messy worshipers that are arising. They are worshipers who are worshiping like never before. They're entering into new realms of the spirit. And although some religious traditional people may not understand what they're doing, the Lord is drawn to it. Like Hannah, we must enter into dimensions of messy worship and intense intercession and give birth to our prophetic promises. Now is the time to dive deeper and deeper into his presence through messy worship and intense intercession. Lift your hands. Let me prophesy this over you. So we can give birth to the greatest harvest the world has ever known. Are you hungry for more of the Lord? Are you thirsty for more of his presence? If so, it's going to take more messy worship. Messy worship. 
You know the kind of worship where you dance like David until you can't dance anymore. Faster and faster as you get closer and closer looking into those beautiful eyes of fire. Messy worship. You know the kind where you find yourself in the altar long after service. The music is faded. Eating carpet in a puddle of tears and snot. Crying out, more Lord! Messy worship. You know the kind you don't control, but like the woman with her alabaster box, you break it over the Lord's feet and let it run wherever it wants to go. Anybody got worship tonight that you'll just let loose and let it go? Messy worship. You know the kind where you can't control the tears and you don't care what you look like after service? All that matters is that you have been with Jesus. Messy worship. You know, like when you're all alone in his presence and nothing else matters as you're waited in baited anticipation to hear just one word from his voice. Messy worship. You know, the kind where you can't stand anymore because you feel the weight of his glory pinning you to the floor. How many got it? It's going to take you pressing in. It's going to take you reaching for the more of the Lord. Stand up on your feet and lift your hands all over this room. Messy worship. You got to go for more. You got to touch the hem like the woman with the issue of blood. Come on, if you want more, you got to hold on until he blesses you like Jacob. You have to say, I will not let you go till you bless me. Come help me on the instruments. I will not let you go till you bless me. Messy worship. You say, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to look back like Lot's wife. There's nothing behind me that's worth going back to. There's nothing in Egypt for me anymore. There's nothing in that dead church. I pronounce a funeral over that place, and i got to go for more. Messy worship. Messy worship. You'll get out of the boat like Peter, and you'll walk on the word come. All you need is the word come. When you hear him say come, you're all in. Come on, lift your hands up. How many are wanting more? When you say, yes, Lord, you receive more of the Lord. When you step out and you walk on the word of God, you receive the more. Launch out to the deep. Get out of ankle-deep water. Get out of knee-deep water. Get out of waist-deep water. Get in over your head. Give like the children of Israel gave when Moses had to stop them from giving. Did you read about that offering? The offering was so great. It was billions of dollars in today's money. The people kept coming and coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. In church, we have to beg the church just to trust God with 10%. But you know, they saw glory. The glory. They saw the glory in the Word of God because they gave everything. He said, well, that's Old Testament, Joshua. Well, look at the New Testament, Acts. Acts chapter 4. They brought their proceeds with great power. The apostles gave witness of His resurrection and great grace was upon them all. That word grace means favor. Mega favor came upon them all. Lift your hands. How many want mega favor? Mega favor comes when you give all. You say, Joshua, you've never done that before. Oh, yes, I have. Numerous times in my life, the Lord's had me empty my bank account. 
the first time I told you about last night, I had $996 in the bank. I didn't tell you that that was saved to pay my taxes, that I was self-employed, that I had $4 in my pocket when I gave God that $1,000. It was tax money, but not only did I get a house, I paid my taxes, but that year the Lord told me to give away my car. I gave away my car and I walked to church. You said, you walked to church? Yes. My house was about a block and a half from the church that I was pastoring. And I walked to church and I borrowed the churches give you everything. Now at this point, I've given away eight cars that I know of. The first Mercedes I ever gave away, I gave that I ever got, I bought for a profit. The Lord told me to ask him what color he wanted. And I had been saving money for my dream car. But the Lord said, go ask that prophet what his is. And I cried. I'm telling you, this was sowing in tears because it was my money that I was sowing to get away from more. This week, this week, I sowed that, I, I, I sowed that car. Listen, let me go back. I sowed that car, and I can't even go overseas now without being met by a white Mercedes. Almost everywhere I go, I don't ask for it. It's not in a rider. They pick me up in white Mercedes every time I get picked up. One month, they assigned a driver and a white Mercedes van to my family and I and drove me all over South Africa. I didn't pay for any of my fuel. And you know what the Lord said to me? He said, remember that seed you sowed? When you sowed that prophet a white Mercedes? A need. And the Lord told me, you got to believe me for more. So this week, I emptied out all of my accounts. I emptied out the ministry account and my personal account this last week. I didn't sow it to my own ministry either. I didn't give it to our church and to our ministry. I sowed it up and away from myself out to other ministries. And I, I literally kept one cent in the account. And the Holy Spirit said, I said all. Yeah. He said, I said all. And I remember taking that one penny and both of those bank accounts and sowing that one penny. And I'm still in the process of that miracle being fulfilled. And you say, Joshua, why would you say that? Because if you want more, you got to give more. You got to give him yourself. Come on, somebody. You got to give him your heart. You got to give him your all. You got to give him your best. If you want more, lift your hands. Listen to Holy Spirit right now. Walk with me for more. If you want revival, you cannot live in Egypt anymore. If you want the promised land, you've got to let go of the shore. So once you listen to Holy Spirit, some of you, he's speaking to you right now to step up and to sow into it financially. Some of you, he's telling you, I need you to get up in an act of obedience. I need you to leave that dead church. You know why I say that? Because this whole service, the Holy Spirit's been on me, and I keep beating that same drum. Because there's some people here that think that you're where God called you to be, but he didn't call you to be there. He's trying to set you free from dead, dry religion. Come on, lift your hands. There's three people here, Holy Spirit's already told you that you need to give everything. You need to give everything. You're like, my God, what about my 401K? God says, what about G-O-D? What about G-O-D? You have your faith in a 401K or in G-O-D? God's saying, I want everything. I want all. I read a story 
about John's no money with no money for the tickets. And somebody turned around and gave him the money for the tickets. And he had $2 on him. And he got to the next place and he had 25 cents left. And God just kept giving miracles. And he got out in South Africa. And when he got out on the shore, there was a lady looking around. She said, how many kids do you have? She said, he said, I have seven kids. She said, you're the one. The Lord gave me a dream. I'm supposed to put you in my house and take care of you. Went to South Africa, gave God everything, sold everything, sold everything, and went on faith. Who is that? Who is that that's in this room? Because God's asking for that kind of more faith. Come on, lift your hands. God's asking for that kind of more faith. If you want more, you got to go for more. Come on, as they sing, I want you to listen to Holy Spirit. In just a minute, we're going to lay hands. We're going to prophesy. We're going to flow. But there's some acts of obedience right now that got to take place. information put it up on the screens for me I think it's over there there's people God there's people God speaking to I keep hearing it a thousand dollars why because the Lord tells me to tell that story when people are supposed to do it that's scary that's scary I know a thousand dollars wait till God graduates you to giving away a house you know what if we will believe that we're gonna shake nations if we can't give away houses and cars and things, if they own us, how are we ever going to shake nations? Come on, how many want to shake nations? So I read the book of Acts. I actually believe it. How many believe it? They took their houses. They sold them and gave the possessions. And God honored it. God honored it. I can remember the first time God had me give $10,000. That freaked me out. Have you ever been freaked out like that? 10,000, not to my own ministry either. Like, I'm going to write a check right now to awake the world. No. When the Lord said, I want you to sow to build their church. I want you to give money to their church. I want you to take the money you saved and go help them get a building. But that's why I'm on land right now on I-35 because I sowed. Come on. Lift your hands. There's the information you need to. There's Joshua. You're crazy. You want my money. No, I don't. No, I don't. They know this. I've been here how many times now? Have I ever placed a demand on you? I've never asked for one cent. I'm thankful for whatever I get. I don't go anywhere to preach to get money. Nowhere. My, my daughter will tell you. But I know right now God's trying to break somebody free into more. Come on, he's trying to break somebody free into more. There's somebody, God's telling you to forgive somebody. That's what I just heard. He said, if you want more, you got to get up off that unforgiveness. Oh, lift your hands. Somebody's got unforgiveness in your heart. 
And the Lord wants you to let go of that unforgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna strike the ground till I see revived. Desperate love for more of your power. I need you more so I can give you more power. I want you more so I can give you more. Yeah. say we already did that once well we're gonna strike it again come on come on strike it strike it strike it strike it come on anybody want revival you might not have a belt but can you just begin to strike it come on come on begin to strike it with your hand come on this front is open if you want more the front is open get out of your seat and begin to press for it can you hear me? Get out of your seat and come up here. Strike the ground. Come on. Come on. Strike it. Prophecy. Strike it now. That's it. That's it. That's what I need. Thank you. Come on. That's it. Any ladies want a belt? You can come take it from your husband. Well, come on. You can come do it. Anybody else want to do it? Let your wife do it a minute. There you go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, strike it. 
your hands. I hear the Lord say, because you've given me more, so shall you receive more. Because you've given me all of you, get ready for all of me. I am crashing down upon this Texas region. I'm crash crashing down over the Golden Triangle, Port Natchez, over Port Alfred, over Houston. Oh, lift your hands and receive it. Boy, I see it. I see it like fire just went over to Houston. Oh, lift your hands. I saw it just strike. Fire just struck over in Houston. Stay with me, guys. Stay with me, guys. Stand behind her. Fire. More. 
Somebody stand behind them right here. Lift your hands. came up here and gave everything. There's somebody that came up here and gave everything. Wherever you're at, come here. The Lord moved you to an act of obedience. Stick them up. Thank you, Lord. You ain't seen anything yet. I'm going to break in and break out and break forth in your life. The Lord says, not only in your spirit, man, but in your finances. More, more, more. Lift your hands. The more of the Lord. Now, y'all are from Tomball, right? I had to ask the name of it. I forgot it. I hadn't preached there but a couple of times. Revival and to remain humble. I will give you the revival you cried for. I will release it. And the Lord says your boat, your ship will not be big enough to handle it. I'll give other ministries. I'll bring other ministries in alignment. And I'll bring revival to Tomball and revival to Houston. For I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, I'm orchestrating a new thing in Houston. Houston, Houston, Houston. We have contact. We have contact. Heaven has contact with Houston. Houston, Houston. Get ready. Get ready, Houston. Houston, I'm going to begin to do a work in you like you've not known before. And it's not going to be the conventional route. And it will not be through the churches that you thought I would use. But I'll take up a David from the backside of the desert. And I'll raise him up in Houston, declares the Spirit of the Lord. Oh, come on, lift up a shout. Oh, come on, lift your hands up. And an entrepreneurial anointing is being released now. There it goes. More. More ideas. Creative ideas. There it goes. Oh. <laughs> there it goes. Come on, stand behind him quick. Cascade waterfall. Waterfall. Come on, there's a waterfall of heaven. Ideas. Creative ideas. Witty inventions for businesses. Right now, if you're a business owner or if you believe that God's called you to be an entrepreneur or business owner, come here. Come here quickly. Stand behind him again. Double portion. Double portion. Quickly, 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 quickly. Come on. He gives it back to you. What was stolen? What was stolen? Sevenfold what was stolen. We got people here? You're, you're here for her? There it goes. There it goes. He's rearranging your schedule, buddy. Your schedule's about to be totally changed. Rearranged. Yeah, you've been... You were. 
Stretch your hands towards him. We set you free from it, and we open up and unlock the witty inventions and the creative ideas. Are you going to give it to the kingdom? You promise? Okay, the Lord hears you. He's a witness, and the angels are a witness, and these people are a witness. When that money comes, you have an apostle. Release it. Release it. Release it. Oh, come on, lift your hands up. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. You say, Joshua, why are you doing this? Because Holy Spirit is cascading right now. It's like a waterfall from heaven. The more, because you went for the more of his presence. See, people pursue money and jobs and careers and cars and buildings and things, and they miss it. You pursue his presence, and all those things will chase you down. So when God gives you that million-dollar, billion-dollar idea, remember it is he that gave you the power to get wealth. And don't let many... I have named their businesses. I have designed their business cards. I've helped them to incorporate. And I've watched men and women that had nothing, not a pot to pee in like my grandma would say. Nothing. And I've watched them have millions of dollars within a year. And I've watched some of those same people take what God gave them and let their possessions possess them and let their businesses overrun their schedule. And they were once crying in the altar for more of God and for him to make a way and provide for them. And now you can't get them into his house. Lift your hands. If you want that business idea, it needs to be belong to the Lord. When he blesses your business, and he will, this anointing right now is on me. It's on me right now. And you say, Joshua, why are you doing this? Because you want an offering? No, the offering's already been received. So I'm not doing this because I need money. Hello? doing this because the Lord is releasing this now there was a few people that weren't obedient that you need to be obedient it's like Ananias and Sapphira you can't dance and raise your hands and act like you gave all when you didn't give all same Holy Spirit that dealt with that Ananias and Sapphira spirit will deal with it in the church today people that lie to the Holy Ghost but there are witty inventions and creative ideas. And you're going to help many people. Like You'll be like a business incubator. You'll help. Yay, 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 yay. They'll come to you and you'll help birth businesses. You're going to birth businesses. You'll birth Josephs. You'll birth Daniels. Hey, there it is. He's pressing it into your spirit. There it is. Just receive it. Hey, ha, ha. else is up here for business? Stand behind us. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. And we call this daughter out. She's come out one way, but she's going to come out the kingdom way now. We call you out. What's her name? What's it, what's it go? Mallory, you're coming out of homosexuality and you're coming into the kingdom of God come on stretch your hands there it goes there it goes there it goes she has no choice the angels just go I send angels right now gonna be chased down by goodness and mercy and drawn into the presence of the Lord any of you that know no Mallory you know what will conquer sin love covers a multitude of sin 
your turn and burn, your hate messages will never turn her. But your love will convert her into the kingdom. I didn't say you agree with the sin. You hate the sin, but you love the sinner. Jesus went home with the sinner. Come on, that's why two lesbians came and got set free in our, in our tent revival just recently. That's why a drag queen came into our church, into our, our tent, and gave up being a drag queen just since we've been in this tent revival. Come on, are you in this house? Questioning, questioning. Yeah, go ahead and receive it. You just got it. Come on, you're no longer going to have to worry about it no more. You got it. You just got it. You just got it. Come on, somebody rejoice with her. She got it. She got it. She got it. Come on, somebody shout. She got it. Lift your hands. It's early. When I was in the world, you go to the party, you show up about now. Come on, you know what I'm talking about? The cool, the cool people come late and they stay late. Come on, lift your hands up. I mean, wow, there it comes on you, sister. There's a prophetic and a business anointing coming on you. There it is. There it goes. Prophetic entrepreneur. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, lift your hands up. You come up here for this? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Anoint these hands to get well. Anoint these hands to get well. There it goes. Anoint these hands. Boy, it's coming all over you right there. There it goes. Anoint these hands to get well. In the name of Jesus, coming all on you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now lift your hands. If you've not had good stewardship of your money, repent for it right now. Right now. If you've not been tithing, if you've not been giving generously, repent for it right now. All through this, come on. You can't, you can't receive and not steward what God gave you. Some of you have lost money that God gave you, but God's setting you free from that. Now let me give you a cure for those of you that haven't been tithing. It's in Leviticus. It's in the Bible. If you've not tithed, the Bible says add a fifth part to it and the curse will be removed from you. So if you've not been tithing, somebody said tithing is of the Old Testament. Okay, let's go to the New Testament. Give it to us. Give all of it to us. But New Testament is tithe. Jesus was a priest after the order of Melchizedek, Hebrews chapter 7. The only thing Melchizedek did in Scripture was receive tithe and bless. So if Jesus is a priest after that order, then Jesus receives tithes and he blesses. Lift your hands. That's the only act that Melchizedek did in Scripture. He was a foreshadow of Christ. So anybody that's received that doctrine of devils of not tithing to those that are in apostolic oversight over your life, your church, you need to get free from it. If, if you've not been tithing, I don't need your tithe. Listen to me. Your covering needs it. You need to come in a line with it. But here's how you take the curse off of your money. Anybody ever watch Gilligan's Island? Remember when they got that little, uh, remember that? They had, they had to get that idol and put it back. That's what you got to do with your tithe. You got a curse on your money because you kept God's money. And it's like an idol in your pocket. The Bible lets us know in the Hebrew that tithe means this. It's it, in the Greek, in the Hebrew, excuse me, it means for, it's for, separated for the, the enemy's destruction. 
That's what it means. Separated for the enemy's destruction. Your tithe is separated and holy. Now, I'm helping you. I'm helping you. I'm helping every leader here. So if you keep what's supposed to be separated and holy for the enemy's destruction with your money, it will destroy your money. But if you give your tithe, it puts a fence around about your finances. He says he'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. And then he will, when you sow seed, it prospers. So tonight some of you sowed seed, but you need to be faithful with your tithe. So here's what you do. Wherever you're part and under that ministry, if you got that on your phone, you give the tithe plus a fifth part. Now, if you're hard with math, I am. I had to figure out what a fifth part is. 20% of your tithe added to it. Repent and from here forward, move forward and be a tither. I'll lift your hands up. Now, somebody said, I liked your message until just now. <laughs> Say, what, Joshua? I, I liked you. I, now you. Everybody likes apostles till they set order. But I'm setting order. If you have a curse on your money, now how do you know you have a curse on your money? If you have more week than you have money, then you might have a curse on your finances. There might be something you've held back from the kingdom of God. So bow your head. Now you say, why did you do that? Because I started blessing people and then the Lord started showing me that there were non-tithers that were coming up here to be blessed. So all you have to do right now is make it right. With, with the gathering place, there's their giving information. If you came with a church from Arkansas, Louisiana, or across the street, and that's your church, then you get it right. Right now, go ahead and write the check out. Put it on your phone. Do it right now. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Somebody said, I don't want nobody to know that I have that problem. That's your problem. You're worried about what people think about. Lift your hands. You say, Joshua, you're doing that because you need the money. No, I'm not going to get anything for this. I'm telling you to give it to your covering, to your church, to your apostolic overseer. Now, you know what's going to happen? More finances are going to break out. More breakthroughs going to break out. More witty inventions, more creative ideas, more favor. Come on, if you're going to do what God said to do, lift your hands and say, yes, Lord. If you want more of the Lord, you have to say, yes, Lord. If you were here tonight and the Lord told you to do something, then do it swiftly. Do it swiftly. If you were in this service and the Lord told you to do something and you argued with him, you'll never win an argument with God. I need you more and 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 more. I need you more. So I give you, I give you more and more and more and more. heard the Lord say uh, tonight uh, three people needed to sow a thousand dollars he repeated it tonight while his, we were preaching and this is one of those moments where you 
just need to respond. So here's what I want to do. Now, the, this, this is not going to go to me. This is going to go to him. Okay? Three, three people. So I want you to go back to your seats for a moment. I want you to be obedient. Okay? I've done this before at an open heaven meeting. Write me a bounce check. I'll come looking for you. Amen. You don't have to bring it up here. No, you, it can be anonymous, you know. But three of you are supposed to. He confirmed it today in his message. Um, I've done this before. Uh, in an open heaven about three or four years ago, there was four folks who had to, who needed to sow a thousand. And all four of these people received crazy miracles. Okay. I was one of those four. And our church finances exploded. Broke us out of lack. Barely getting by. Barely getting in. When I was obedient to the prophet, to the, to when, the, when the Lord spoke to me to sow the $1,000, heaven opened. I was obedient. It wasn't about the money. It was about the obedience. So I know some of you have sown during the offering. I want you to uh, stand with me, and I want you to get ready to sow. We're going to sow to the Fowler's Ministry, Awake the World. You're going to make your checks out to TGP. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. And I know some of you have already sown during the message. Thank you so much. And I want to give yes. It was now where you were shouting him down a minute ago. So now it's time to sow. It's time to seed to, to, pull, to put seed in the ground in this message. Amen. So, Father, I thank you right now. There's a giving number there. Father, I thank you right now that every person is blessed under the sound of my voice. And, Father, I thank you that awake the world is blessed. I thank you the field of glory is blessed. Father, we're seeding into revival tonight. We're seeding into an apostolic, prophetic uh, release that was released tonight. Father, we thank you that the fowlers are blessed. The whole house is blessed. The ministry is blessed. And, Father, we declare an apostolic blessing upon each person. Father, bless them a thousand times more. Who wants to receive that? A thousand times more blessing. Bless them, just, just wreck their imagination of how good you're going to be to them. I thank you. Ephesians 3.20 on each person. We thank you for it today in Jesus' name. If you need an offering envelope, raise your hand real fast. Thank you for you can come this here in the center. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, guys. You can come at this time and sow your offering. And we'll see you in the morning at 10 o'clock uh, at a.m. We're going to start right on time. We're going to have prayer at 945. We're going to go for it. I will lay hands on everybody in the morning that wants prayer before you leave. Me and Apostle Fowler will lay hands on everybody. And so come back in the morning. Get some good nights to sleep tonight. We love you. Don't forget Apostle Fowler's book table. And we'll see you in the morning. God bless you.